the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the show on WAVA. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. You ready to hang out with me? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. So good to be hanging out with you today and sidekicking it with me today is Pastor Dave Heiliger. You may remember him last Tough Topic Tuesday when we were talking about the browning of America and the census data that shows that the U.S. is becoming more diverse. But today, he's going to be joining me uh, talking about questioning your faith That is the actual topic today, and it's a tough topic. Should we question our faith, or should Christians just kind of buck up and believe? Uh, Are there cultural beliefs within our Christianity that need to be deconstructed? You may have heard of several different uh, evangelical leaders and Christian leaders who are saying that, you know, they don't even believe anymore in the faith. And they're just kind of sort of kissing Christianity goodbye for now. And so it makes me wonder what influence does that have on the body of Christ? And uh, should we engage in uh, our, our doubts and in our questions. And so I've asked Pastor Dave Heiliger to hang out with me to talk uh, about that. And so he's with us. David, how you doing today, sir? Good to see you. And I'm glad to be here with everybody else. Yeah, I'm so glad yeah. that you're here as well. Before I pray, this is quite a tough topic, wouldn't you say, Pastor? Yeah, I mean, that when you grow up, uh, possibly for you know years and years of your life, really putting your confidence in the church, certain leaders, uh, certain belief systems, and then something happens in your life or certain things are, are brought to your attention and you start asking questions, it can be ground shaking. Yeah, well, we're hoping that today uh, we wouldn't uh, quake or shake your ground, but help make uh, you uh, aware that the God of creation uh, runs everything and he is the foundation upon which we build our faith. So we're going to talk about questioning your faith today. You may have some questions about faith. You may have questions about Christianity. You may even have questions about the culture uh, within Christianity uh, here in our Western culture. I want you to feel free to give me a call. My phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. Come on, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that uh, even in our questions, we can lean on you uh, for wisdom. And so we pray that you would give us insight today in this conversation. For it is in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. 
Well, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can go to andersonspeaks.com, check out our website there. You can also communicate that way when we're not on the show. You can also go to Embrace Gracism. That is uh, my favorite website. It talks about what it means to be a gracist and not a racist. And also, um, you know, David, we are here live at the Capitol Turnaround, uh, which is run by National Community Church, where Mark Batterson is the pastor. They have multiple campuses. And today uh, we were spending time consulting with his staff, a really good church and good partners for us to be with. But it's nice to be in their new space, isn't it? Well, they have such a presence in this community. This this isn't just a church building that happens to be in this area of D.C. They make themselves a redemptive presence right here in the neighborhood. A redemptive presence right here in the neighborhood. So the question becomes, when you're thinking about your own redemption and we're thinking about Christianity, is it okay to... Ask questions about your faith. And by the way, if someone says that they are a Christian, even a Christian leader, even have written Christian books, and now they say they're not a Christian anymore, how does that affect you? Does it affect you? How do you respond? Well, listen, give us a call at 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Seven four, three four. We are take we are taking your calls. This is tough topic Tuesday, and it's a tough one. Um, David, is it okay to question our faith, even if we may not be questioning the God of our faith? And and what are young people thinking about? Well, this that's as a well? distinction, right? So, yeah. how do I? Uh, really be honest about my doubts, mm. right? See, when, uh, you know, you think about Thomas who expressed his doubts to Jesus himself, Jesus didn't come back to him saying, how could you ever doubt me, mm-hmm. right? He cared for the one who was asking hard questions. Mm. And so as all of us have these times where we're saying, man, I really want to work through this hard topic or this hard issue that, uh, that really hits at the core of my belief in who Jesus is. Do we have the freedom to do that? Yeah, yeah, and that freedom may get shut down really quickly in churches. And young people, a lot of times, they're asking a lot of questions. And so if they continually get shut down and shut down and shut down, mm. they, 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 they can walk away saying, you know what, they don't take my questions seriously. You were in youth ministry for so many years. Were you one that would then invite or engage these kinds of questions? And if so, do you find that that was helpful for the faith of young people or more harmful? Well, I would always almost invite their disagreement with Scripture, right? So with young people, we want them to express that what they dislike about Scripture, what they disagree with about Scripture, because it's in those places that if we really believe the Holy Spirit speaks, if we really believe the Scriptures are true, then there will be answers that God provides to their mm-hmm. questions. In other words, you, you think that our faith in our God is big enough to handle these big human questions we have. The biggest. Yeah. If yeah. not, then why do we even have a God? Yeah. Like, you know, he's not a small G God. He is the big G God who we may not understand everything about it, but we have to trust his sovereign will in the midst of it, don't well, we? And, and young people especially struggle as they learn uh, what their parents' church it looks like and how they, they operate and they start to see some faults. They want to know who is Jesus in the midst of this whole church around me that I see. So is there a difference between the Jesus that I'm being introduced to and the church that I've you know come to know? And what are these kids, 
we call them kids. I guess if you're somewhere between 18 and 25, maybe you're not really a kid anymore, but you know, you had these young people up into that age and then they go off to college or whatever. What are they concluding about their parents and their grandparents' churches? Well, if the grandparents and the parents don't invite this tension and invite the exploring of this tension, then the church, the leadership is just can be unrelatable. You know, that they're really not speaking to the issues that the students, the young people, the these young adults are really wrestling with because they're growing up in a world that's pretty different and uh, dealing with different issues than their parents. So I'm not sure if you're listening and you're realizing, wow, our church is really aging and we're not retaining young people. Maybe, maybe the question is, are you inviting this exploration of doubt? Are you inviting, uh, kind of exploring this this thought that maybe... Uh, an expression of following Jesus might look different for young people than it did for us. Because it probably looks different for you than it did for your parents. It may not always be about preaching to them, but actually having interactions so that they can come to some conclusions on their own. If God is real, then guess what? His Holy Spirit can work in helping kids and adults who have questions about him and about the scriptures. Well, what questions do you have either about Christianity, about God, or maybe even about your faith as a believer and you're wondering, do I even still believe? Is it okay to even ask questions? We're going to talk about that. We're taking your phone calls now at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Oh. <laughs> they are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came mm. out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. back to normal and getting the COVID-19 vaccine puts us closer to that goal. Getting vaccinated is a critical step towards reducing the impact COVID-19 has on our family, friends, and neighbors. Did you know hundreds of thousands of Prince Georgians have received at least the first dose? This is huge and we need your help to continue fighting the virus by getting vaccinated. Vaccinations are now available at Prince George's County operated COVID-19 clinics for individuals 12 and older who live or work in the county. Eligible individuals do not need an appointment to get vaccinated, but do require consent from a parent or legal guardian for individuals 17 and younger. So get vaccinated today and let your family, friends, and community 
know that you're proud to be protected. Visit mypgc.us forward slash COVID vaccine to learn more. Guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. Questioning your faith. Can we do it? Should we question our faith? Should we question uh, Christianity? And, uh, or should we open the door so people can ask questions about, uh, about Christianity? And I'm talking about people who are Christians, uh, not just uh, non-Christians. Of course, they're going to question faith, and we want to uh, be prepared to give an answer for those who want to know what the hope is that we're holding on to. Got that. But what about Christians themselves? Well, that's what we're talking about today. Maybe you're a believer, but, you know, you're a bit on shaky ground here. You're not quite sure uh, whether Christianity is what you thought it was, maybe based on some political things, based on some culture things, cultural things, based on some societal things, or maybe even based on some things in your church, maybe a leader that lets you down or something like that. Well, listen, you can give us a call to talk about it. Maybe you have your own questions, or maybe you just want to talk on the topic about uh, questioning one's faith. And where should you not question? Where should you just say, you know, this is something where you you just believe it. You just choose to believe or not. Well, give me a call. My number is 888-432-7434. That is the number live here in studio. You can also hear us on WAVA.com and uh, see us on Facebook and, and YouTube. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. If one of those don't work, just jump to the other one. Again, uh, wava.com. Thanks for all of you who are driving and uh, are sitting in your kitchens or whatever you're listening right now. I just want to send a shout out uh, to those of you who are faithful listeners. If you are on social media, you can see sitting next to me is uh, Pastor David Heiliger. I've had him on uh, before. He is our pastor of multicultural bridge building at Bridgeway Community Church, as well as a a lead consultant with uh, our uh, consulting firm that helps uh, churches and other corporations deal with issues of diversity. So uh, Pastor David dealing with uh, questioning 
and influential leaders, there was one guy who was pretty popular. He wrote a book called I Kissed Dating Goodbyes. His I name's Joshua Harris. Yeah. Did you know that book? Oh, my goodness. If you grew up in the late 90s mm-hmm. in evangelical Christianity, this book was all over the place. Joshua Harris, I Kissed Dating Goodbye. Every parent who wanted to make sure their Christian kid didn't bring home any grandbabies, uh-huh. made sure they had a copy of this on their nightstand. Huh. I kissed dating goodbye. It was and all over the, place. the bottom line is about no dating. Well, yeah. Like you just sort of purposeful, you're going to marry somebody, otherwise don't even date because then you're just fooling around. Yeah, and it's kind of fit within a larger co- a context of purity culture um, mm-hmm. that really grows in uh, throughout the, the 90s and well, probably wider than that, but very strong in that time where there was a big culture, Christian cultural push to make sure that young people handled their dating relationships with extreme, I mean, like extreme sensitivity to like what, uh, what kind of purity they might keep. So mm-hmm. Joshua Harris, a uh, young guy, when he wrote this, I think he was like a teenager, even uh, maybe even 20 years old when he wrote this, mm-hmm. came out strong to say, you know what? I've committed myself to courtship, okay. which is parent-driven relationships right uh-huh. rather than dating uh-huh so. so the parents are involved and mm-hmm. uh you are courting someone who is probably at a at a, a, a commitment level of yeah. we're going to get married one day yep don't date until you're ready to mate oh don't date until you're ready to yeah mate. i've heard that one before well we're only bringing him up because he's come out lately uh kind of saying the opposite is that right well, you know a number of years afterwards he actually met a woman and you know Got did, married, did date her? right? Well, they cor- they courted very okay. famously, courted, and then uh, he uh, wrote a book about marriage. Uh, but as the the resistance, or uh, I guess pushback against this very uh, strong purity culture that went through evangelical Christianity, when that pushback hit his book, um, he started hearing stories of people that really were damaged by the content that he pushed and how strong the, the church got behind it, making really people feel pretty ashamed of what they did. And so the pushback against his book made him retract a lot of the things that he said. Oh, and, and with regard to marriage. With regard to marriage. And then even further, he said, you know what, I, I don't think I can be a pastor anymore. I'm, I'm really questioning a lot of the things that mm. were culturally set. And then, uh, then he eventually, after divorcing his wife's, came out to say, you know what, I don't even believe in Jesus anymore. Oh, wow. So, so he kissed prom- marriage goodbye, too. Yeah, and then Christianity. Wow. So he kissed dating goodbye. He, cri- he kissed marriage goodbye. And then he kissed Jesus goodbye. Yeah, and so he's kind of a leader in, an uh, unofficial leader in this uh, world of ex-vangelicals. Ex-vangelicals. So what pe- is that? People who have maybe... Uh, some of them not dismiss Jesus altogether, but really have some hard time with the the cultural pressures that the church has held as high as the gospel. So the, the church has held certain things as gospel truth. And once these young people started getting of age and, and questioning the beliefs of their church, realized that a lot of what the church was pushing was not what Jesus was pushing. Wow. So really they're pushing against a cultural... Christianity that is resonant within evangelicalism, and they're parsing out the difference between what the gospel is, what the red letters of Jesus is, and what the focus of Jesus is, with uh, juxtaposed to the church's uh, valuing of certain things that may not actually be Jesus or scriptural, but more cultural. That's right. 
And so there are a number of people who are deconstructing their faith, really trying to say, if we take away all this cultural baggage, what are we left with? Mm. And how do we redefine that for our current times? Wow, what are we left with and how do we redefine it for our times? We'd love to hear from you. Our phone number is 888-432-7434. We're live in the studio. Let's go to uh, Fairfax, Virginia to talk to CJ, who's on the line. Hi, CJ. It's uh, Dr. Anderson, how are you today? OJ, my bad. Hey, Dr. <laughs> how you doing, OJ? Thank you, Dr. Anderson. God very bless good, you. Very good. Um, thank you again for, for the topic. I think it's a very interesting topic. But before I go ahead and I, um, I ask my question, um, one thing I would do is say is that I don't think that I'm ever going to come to a point where I'm going to question my faith. Uh-huh. And I think it's according to First um, Peter, I think, chapter 1, where he talks about the knowledge of Christ enlightens us. And I feel like the more you know about Christ, the harder it is for you to kind of, like, turn back. Mm-hmm. But um, saying that, I, I recognize that a lot of people kind of question their faith or walk away from their faith when they experience a tragedy or loss in their family or uh, with somebody that they closely love. Uh-huh. So my question is, like, if God knowing this, that most people after a loss are more susceptible to like walk away, why doesn't he answer the prayers of these individuals? Mm-hmm. Because during these times, you know, I hear that they, they spent hours seeking the face of God for their, for their loved one to be saved. But right. yet, they still, God still doesn't come through for them. And with that, they then their belief in God kind of like fades away or due to a very bad, tragic experience, they walk away. So why is that so? Why are we so susceptible to walk away in such huge moments? Or or is it, should we say, quote-unquote, God's fault for not answering prayers when he knows that that could be that, that answer prayer that would would sustain our faith? Thank you. It's amazing. It's an amazing question, OJ, right? So if, if God can answer my prayers, why wouldn't he? If he, if I'm praying and my mom has cancer or my, my dad has a heart condition or whatever it may be, and I'm praying fervently and I'm calling on God, got people from the church calling on God, and then that person dies, so they turn away from the faith because they don't believe that, that either A, God exists, or worse, he does exist, has the power, but he doesn't do it. That's, that's your question, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, no, that's a good question. Thanks for calling. Uh, Listen on the air. So, David, I think that the point is very well made that when you have a tragic loss in your life and you feel like God had the power to stop that that loss, it can move you into a place of disillusionment and questioning your faith. Yeah, well, I think, again, going back to sometimes our church's teachings uh, sometimes exacerbate that – that feeling of letdown from God. Sometimes our churches have this narrative that God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life. And if you follow him, you'll experience his love and his wonderful plan. And so what we expect and victory and victory and blessing. And, and so when things happen in our life that don't feel like victory, blessing, or wonderful plan, we say, this isn't the God that I've, I've come to know. And really that's not the God of the scriptures. You know, God does want, goodness for us, but we live in a very broken world. Yeah. Well, and it was very broken for Esau, wasn't it? I mean, uh, you know, his father Jacob uh, gave the blessing over, his father Isaac gave the blessing over to his twin brother Jacob, being deceived. Uh, And yet um, Esau, even though he had his birthright, 
taken because he, he gave it away because of his appetite and his blessing taken because of the deception of his brother and his mother. Uh, yet uh, he was still blessed. And here you have a, a God who's blessing the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Jacob was a deceiver. He was always grasping the hill, trying to get a deal going on. And, like, why would the blessing flow through through a deception of a mom and a, and a son? And so if we don't teach the scriptures from all perspectives, we could think that the heroes of the Bible weren't fallen and that once you are a believer, then everything's going to go swell. And we just kind of cut out that book in the Bible called Job. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right, because jo- it hit hard for Job, right? Right. And so I, when I think about people that I've been, you know, in relationship and walking with or family members who have experienced uh, a life of pain, what does the gospel look like for them? Not just a moment of pain, but a life of pain. Right. And so it looks like God walking with us in those darkest times. It looks like the hope of redemption at the end. It looks like maybe the kingdom of God being experienced here on earth as it is in heaven in the redemptive relationships that sometimes your strength is your faith is all that gets you through those moments and having traveled as you have to some very uh difficult places in the world the joy of faith that some people have is amazing to me compared to some of the western folk who are believing in god it's a you know it's not a faith that's based on a blessing of what you have it's a faith believing that the one who gives the blessings is there with you even in the midst of darkness well listen as soon as i get back moses in Silver Spring and Mike who's on the road in Maryland. I am coming to you. We do have to run to this break, so we'll be right back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Where's God calling you next? Lancaster Bible Seminary and Graduate School can help you get there. Join us for a virtual open house at our Washington, D.C. location. Share your professional goals, explore programs designed to serve working adults, walk through program details and expectations, and get a cost breakdown and financial aid information. Don't miss this virtual open house for LBC Capital, Washington, D.C. at noon Thursday, September 9th. Register at lbc.edu slash experience D.C. When you need home service, do you feel anxiety and dread scheduling? Me too. But when it's electrical, plumbing, heating, and air, I can schedule with my own company. And I'm relaxed knowing that I'll get world-class service. But wait, so can you. I'm Chuck Teets, founder of AactionHomeServices.com. Call me today at 703-922-1900. Problem solved. It's back-to-school time, and WAVA would like to help with back-to-school expenses. Hi, I'm Mark Livingstone of Cornerstone First Financial, and you can enter to win a back-to-school shopping spree for you and a mentor in your life. What's the prize? How about $4,999 for you and another $4,999 for your mentor with a voucher to stitchfix.com. Visit WAVA.com slash wardrobe to enter the back-to-school family wardrobe shopping spree. That's WAVA.com slash wardrobe. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Grace to You with John MacArthur is heard Monday through Friday at 9 on Life-Changing Talk Radio WAVA. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store.
stands out that I worked with was this older couple that was interested in refinancing. They reached out to a few different lenders and you know, their credit wasn't the best. I know some of these other bigger banks, you just won't hear back from them, which I cannot stand. Not everybody has the 780 credit scores and just because you don't qualify at one time doesn't mean that you'll never qualify. I'll walk you through what you have to do, whether it's two, three, six months from now. Back to that older couple, we worked with them for months and months to improve their credit. And we were able to get the loan done. We were saving them hundreds each month, thousands of dollars a year. Finally got themselves into a situation financially that they can handle and they could start saving money each month for retirement. End of the day, they just could not be happier, which just put a huge smile on my face. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Federal or Corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Pastor David Heiliger is hanging out with me here. We are at the Capitol Turnaround. This is the place where NCC, National Community Church, has one of their campuses. And uh, it's quite a nice place, uh, David Heiliger. And a great staff. We've been working with them pretty closely over the last couple of months. And my goodness, like the love and acceptance and welcoming that you feel from their staff uh, is dynamite. So I'm sure that, you know, on a Sunday morning, if you show up here at National Community Church, you will be welcomed with open arms. Yeah, Google National Community Church. Find out where they are uh, in your area of the city. But if you're somewhere near uh, southeast, uh, the Capitol Turnaround is a new facility they have. Your kids will love it as well. They've got some pretty cool stuff for kids. Well, welcome to the show. If you're in the second half with us, just joining us, we've been talking about questioning your faith on this Tough Topic Tuesday. Should we question our faith? Should Christians question God or just kind of buck up and believe Are there cultural beliefs within Christianity that need to be deconstructed? Well, we'd love to talk to you about it. Feel free to call us, 888-432-7434. Right to the phone line, Silver Spring, Maryland. We have Moses, who's on the line. Hi, Moses. It's Dr. Anderson and Pastor David. How are you? I'm going to find it, thanks. Thank you so very well. What's your comment or question, sir? I truly believe that when you're born again, you're born again. I don't believe when, like the, you were talking about a guy, he decided to live a life waiting for the time to get married. Yeah. And now he's don't believe in God. From a point of view, he never born again, ever. Gotcha. So if somebody says they believed in God, they preached, they wrote uh, books, and then they turn away and say, I don't believe in, in Jesus anymore, your point is then they weren't really born again in the first place. Is that right? Yeah. So when you're born again, you're born again. Uh-huh. You, you cannot be in between. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I got married when I was 33 years old. My wife was 36. Uh-huh. Of I was virgin because I believe that God separated me from the world. So I treat myself like I am until today. I'm holy. Yeah. So 
if if I do something before marry, if I'm single, this is fornication. Right. So, so you're about God saved me. Is your bottom line is God saved you. You know that you're saved. You can't turn away from him. You were a virgin till you were 33, married a woman that was 46. Is that what I heard? Yes. Wow. Yes. So she was how many years older? What, 13 years older than you? No, she uh, actually, actually uh, five years apart. Sorry, oh, you, oh, you're five years apart. Yeah, five years apart. I understand. Yes. But you, you, you make a good point. Thank you for making it on my show, Moses. God bless you. I'm going to let you go. His point is once you're saved, you're always saved. And then if you say you're unsaved, it's because you weren't saved. Well, isn't it good that we don't have to determine that for people? You know, (laughs) for for leaders like, you know, Joshua Harris or other ones that we've seen have such amazing expressions. I'm sure, you know, there's some damage that was a lot of damage that was done through his book for people with feelings of shame. Uh, But I'm sure in his ministry, there were tons of like really great moments of of hope and of joy and of of uh, of of the spirit moving. Yeah. that people point to. And when they see him walk away or they can. Release that to God and say, you know, if he was a believer or if he wasn't, Lord, I trust him into your hands. Yeah. In one scripture, it says uh, those that were with us, if they left us, they weren't really with us. Mm. And, you know, so there could be that sense of uh, profession, but not possession. Have you heard that before? Someone professes that they believe, but they never really possessed uh, the, the Holy Spirit and their faith. Well, again, Pastor David Heiliger makes a good point, and that is we're not the ones that determine whether someone is truly saved or not. And I do believe that once you're saved, you're truly saved, and that Jesus said in John 10 that no one can snatch out of my hand uh, those you gave to me, Father. And so we can't even snatch ourselves out of the hands of the Lord. But then how do you, uh, how do you process somebody who says, yeah, no, I, I really don't believe anymore? I think that you just have to let the benefit of the doubt work its way out. You know, sometimes that's what you got to do, right? Let the benefit of the doubt work its way out, meaning uh, the prodigal son probably was out there, you know, saying all kind of bad things about his father, about his brother, about his family. He was living large until he wasn't. And before you know it, once God dealt with him and he was eating the stuff that the pigs were eating, all of a sudden that repentance brings brings him right back home. Mm -hmm. And that's how our Lord is. Go ahead out there, do your dirt, play around. Go ahead, Jonah. Swim as far as you think you can go on the ship, okay? I'll see you soon. I've been preparing a big old fish for you. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. Like you can't really outrun God's purpose for you, but there may be a season you catch somebody in. They're in a Jonah season. They're in a prodigal son season. Yeah, and I think about the then what how do I turn that back around on me? Right? Mm-hmm. Because there's one thing to release other people to God and to say, I'm going to let you, Lord, work on them. Then I turn it back on me and read scriptures about the perseverance of the saints yeah. and the importance of holding on till the end. And I can say, you know what, I'm going to trust God with them, but for me, I will continue to dive deep into my personal struggle with the Lord and my personal yeah. wrestling with doubts or my personal, um, personal journey to make sure I'm continually going back to Jesus. Well, there you go. As soon as we get back, Mike's going to be our first call on the other side of the break, running in my break right now. But we are coming to you. Hang in there. I'm so glad that you're hanging with us. If you're just tuning in, I've got Pastor David Heiliger, pastor of Multicultural Bridge Building, hanging out with me here at NCC, National uh, Community Church in Washington, D.C., at their new location called the Capital Turnaround. Check them out. I'll be right back. Honor to the pastor here, Mark Batterson, and professional uh, author who you probably know as well if you've read some Christian books. We'll be right back. 
Mr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. You can talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's, good, it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it's, it just gives us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's just amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. Is not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happiness is closer than you think. My listeners already know I believe in professional counseling, and I'm happy to tell you how you can get outstanding counseling right at home, at work, or wherever you feel most comfortable. It's easy with eHome Counseling. You can get an outstanding counselor via video, convenient, confidential, and flexible. You know, sometimes life is hard, but eHome Counseling will help you. They'll help you through your struggles of depression, anxiety, addiction, or PTSD. eHome Counseling can help, and they take major Insurance. So give them a call at 833-40-E-HOME. That's 833-40-E-HOME. Or catch them online, ehomegroup.com. That's ehomegroup.com. Happiness is closer than you think. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're back at you talking about questioning your faith. Can you question your faith? Should you? And what about those that were Christians and now they're saying they're not public influential people, even famous worship leaders like Audrey Assad and uh, Marty Sampson of Hillsong or Kevin Max, a founding member of the group of DC Talk or Joshua Harris, the author of I Kiss Dating Goodbye. People who have publicly renounced their faith. What do you do? With that, there are even some that are are saying maybe now they're agnostic. Well, tell us about what your thoughts are on this. My number is 888-432-7434. Let's go to Mike. He's on the road in Maryland. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson. How are you? 
I'm good, but uh, I'm th- think I'm just going to hit three quick things to you and get off the line because I'm about to run out of battery. I'm surprised I made it this long. Um, okay. First quick thing, I like using Jesus follower better than Christian. I think it's more to the point. Yeah. Uh, second thing, I I think uh, I I want a Christian. I want a leader who who doesn't have it all figured out. I don't want someone who has a uh, my perfect little cookie cutter already poised, ready to try to squeeze me into it. And then mm-hmm. the third one, and this I'm sure will cause some trouble. Um, you know, if someone tells me, "Oh, I don't like that that thing in the Bible. That that thing. Oh boy, that that drives me crazy." I say, "Well, truth is found in the Bible, but just because it's in the Bible, maybe it's not true for you, or at least true for you right now. Why don't you give it a try in five years? Whatever that part is that's bothering you." Yeah, God's so. God's truth is truth, whether you agree with it or not, right, Mike? Uh, yeah. Uh, there's plenty of truth in there. Plenty of truth to keep everybody busy. Uh, <laughs> right, okay, I heard I, you. I got to get off. All right, buddy. We're stumbling. We call- I didn't mean to cause you to stumble, bro. All <laughs> right, look. Uh, let's keep moving while we have time. Chris is on the line. He's in Pikesville, Maryland. Hi, Chris. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? Hey, Dr. Anderson. I am rejoicing in Jesus. I like what that young man just said. That, look, Jesus is. Wonderful. A lot of times his name is misused. Mm-hmm. But just like another thing, the scripture said, let God be true and every man a liar. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that there's truth in the word because I've applied the word in everyday life. And I was trying to encourage this young lady to pick the book up and read it. See, when you pick up this wonderful book, this word of life, and apply the principles in it, you're going to see that the principles will ring true. Um, um, agree with your adversary while he's in the way. Let no corrupt well, communication proceed out your mouth. Yeah. These things, when we apply them in our life, you'll see the word is true. But getting back to the subject matter, um, I believe in that Jesus has made provisions for all mankind. Mm-hmm. Like the people that have turned their back on Christ, only thing I can do is pray that the eyes of their understanding be enlightened. Well, you and make, then we come back to the knowledge of the truth. You make a good point that Jesus is Jesus is God, and God has provision uh, and purpose for everything. And we have to trust people to the hands of God. We love them like Jesus. We lead them to Jesus, but then we leave them with Jesus. And I think that's the hard part for a lot of us. We we don't want to leave people with Jesus. We want to uh, convert them right now and make them everything they're supposed to be right now, don't we, Chris? <laughs> It, do, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't. I, look, I've been in the field. I, I gave my life to Christ in 87. I'm going to be real quick. Let somebody else talk. But I gave my life to Jesus in 87. And over the years, I've seen a lot of the people that I used to, we used to walk on in the city. And some of the dangerous artists knocking on doors, passing out tracks, asking people do they want to have prayer. And some of the people I used to walk in the streets with doing street ministry, yeah. I don't know what happened to them. It's like... They've gone, like the Bible said in the last days, there's going to be a great falling away, and the love of men is going to wax cold. Mm. See, the Bible is true. There you <laughs> go. Hey, Chris, so thanks a lot, I'm my friend. Think, I'm just believing God. You got to do it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, there's faith in his words, and it takes 
it, it takes what he said. You got to be in the word. Uh, hopefully that word will be in you. Yeah. And, and we, sometimes we can set the timeline for how we want to see the Holy Spirit work in somebody else's life. Right. And we don't I don't think we're always aware of how culturally based that timeline is. Right. You know, for people uh, you know that grew up like me and in my culture, we might put uh, certain aspects of sanctification at a quicker rate. So if you become a believer, the first thing you got to, you know, get, you know, get handled is your purity life, you know, and so we force people to grow spiritually in a certain area. Area maybe, of behavior. Yeah, maybe that, that the spirit isn't ready to work on, right? And right. so are we okay with the spirit working on different people at different paces? At his time. At his time. And will we love them conditionally based on whether they fit our mold mm-hmm. of what it needs to be, or will we trust and love uh, and let God do the good work? Sometimes that's a hard thing for multicultural ministry because cultures have different expected timelines of things. And so Mm -hmm. to try to release ourselves of the timeline at all, it really helps to build a solid foundation that multicultural ministry can be built on. Yeah, I do believe, though, the first thing that should happen when somebody becomes a believer is they need to start giving their time. I thought you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yeah. Start giving your tithes and all that 10%. Show me you really mm-hmm. saved. Right. All right. I'm kind of messing with you. Tithes and offerings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Both of uh-huh. right Don't now. forget the offerings. Otherwise, you ain't <laughs> saved. Okay. Donald's in, uh, uh, Don is in Alexandria, Virginia. Let's go there. Hi, uh, Don. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Fine. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate it. Still tripping off that elegant stuff. Muffin comment yesterday. Oh, yeah. That's right. You like that, don't you? That's you, baby. <laughs> that was cool. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Um, so uh, I have a question. Have you ever heard of someone named Sam Kennison? No. A, a comedian from a while back. So this is interesting. He was, apparently he used to be a Pentecostal preacher. Then he turned comedian. Not only did he walk away from the faith, but he started making fun of the faith. Oh, wow. I mean, just blessing. And it's really, you can look him up. I'm almost sure it's a Sam oh, and I don't know if I want to uh, now. <laughs> no, don't. But I mean, the sad part was right. it's one thing to walk away, but it's another thing to then just make fun of the faith and talk about what happened in church and things like that. So that, mm-hmm. that really hurt me. That's the next, that's another level of just, uh, yeah. just hurt and pain. Yeah, not good. But that, that's just my comment. But hey, thanks a lot. This is a good topic. Thanks, Doc, for keeping it real. Appreciate you. And, you know, there's a verse for that, I think, in, uh, in uh, Romans, First uh, Corinthians 12, in verse 3. It says, therefore, I tell you that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus, be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. And so if you are truly a believer, you can't say Jesus is cursed. You can't curse the name of Jesus. You might doubt, you might question, but you will not, uh, you know, curse the name of Jesus. Uh, And at the same time, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Uh, Let me get Donald in before my last break. Donald, welcome from Baltimore, Maryland. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking? Well, I'm going to make this quick, man. And I thank you for the comment that um, Dr. Ga- um, um, the, the guest just made, man, because that's the, that's what I'm going through now. You know, um, and that leads me to a question. You know, I had a couple of people that I knew personally that actually left the faith because of it. Yeah. One of them became a Jehovah Witness and another one became a Muslim. Wow. And I guess the point I'm trying to make, the question I'm asking is, isn't it a scripture, and I don't want to misquote the word of God, that says, you know, that we're supposed to love them, but then we, we treat them like, 
Unbelievers. Yeah, uh, qu- uh, close. I- I'll, clean, I'll clean it up on the other side of the break. Thanks, Donna, for calling. We're going to be right back, and let's see what the scripture actually says. It's actually about people being sexually immoral and not repenting, and so therefore you treat them as the unbeliever. We'll be right back. A warm hello from Adam Kincaid here, owner of Valor Home. You've heard me talk about my dad, Al, a Vietnam veteran and the founder of Valor. At Valor Home, our core values are always centered around honor, respect, and trust. We all know it's been an interesting year, but with roofing materials and other construction materials on the rise, there's no better time to call than now. Veterans mean the world to us, from our customers to our employees. 2021 has been an amazing time for us to form partnerships with DeWalt, Gold Star Mothers, Flags of Valor, and so many others. Our mission to employ and empower veterans has never been stronger. This month, we have an amazing offer for you. 50% off all roofing materials, plus a free upgrade to HD Architectural Shingles and no payments or interest to August 2023. Call us now at 833-83-VALOR or visit ValorHome.com. Trust your home to Valor. Supporting our veterans. 833-83-VALOR. I think it's fascinating how resilient French fries are. I hadn't cleaned out my poor car in years, and so I decided to do it from the trunk to under the seats. I found five different types of balls, enough junk to challenge Mary Poppins' magical bag, and a good start at a French fry museum. It's Ryan, and if you tried to turn all the stuff hidden in my car into cash, you'd undoubtedly owe money. But luckily for most of us, it's quite the opposite when it comes to looking inside our homes. Home values have gone fly-a-kite high for many. Meaning, if you look under those seats, there's a good chance you could pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in your home to use for whatever you wanted. And with current mortgage rates being where they are, oftentimes you can lower the years on the overall loan or lower your monthly payment at the same time you're doing a cash-out refinance. If you're curious about your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. Animalist Consumer Access.org. And refinance. Total refinance may be higher for life of loan. I'm Glenn Youngkin, candidate for governor, and I paid for this ad. Virginia State Police say the number of reported homicides increased 23%. Crime across Virginia is at crisis levels. The murder rate is at a 20-year high. Two nights in a row this week, Virginia Beach police found gunshot victims at the oceanfront, each incident happening within blocks of the last... Former Governor Terry McAuliffe is running again. But how can he keep us safe? His record as governor? Murders jumped 43%. And now, he refuses to even meet with Virginia police officers. Instead, he's touting endorsements by extreme left-wing groups. Experts right here in the metro Richmond area say we could be in for a long, dangerous summer. Groups that demand we defund the police, abolish ICE, and close prisons. Fairfax County Police say the couple who were gunned down outside their home were killed in, quote, cold blood. Terry McAuliffe, too dangerous for Virginia. The 
It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. What a great show and a great topic we have had. I'm so glad that you're hanging out with me. I've got my main man, uh, Doc. Uh, well, I called him Dr. David. <laughs> Highly good. That could oh, be prophetic, man. Oh, no. Oh, you you oh, never oh. know. It just means a dissertation, some work uh, for the rest of your life. The two but, parts of uh, school that I hate the most, reading and writing. Right? <laughs> reading, That's writing, what a and, and arithmetic. Yeah, right. So uh, in uh, 1 Corinthians 5, based on what we heard before, if a person is being uh, you know, unrepentant, there is a time when you confront that brother and if that brother still doesn't repent, uh, there is a time when Paul said in first Corinthians five, five, hand this man over to Satan so that the sin nature may be destroyed and his spirit saved on the day of the Lord. In other words, uh, even if somebody's unrepentant, God may allow the sin and their, uh, fleshly life to, to kill them, but the soul is still saved. Right. And so God may say, I'm taking I'm taking this bad believer, this bad witness home. Uh, so his soul is saved, but his behavior is bad. Uh, David, there's also a passage where the Lord himself says uh, sort of, you know, people going to come to me and say, Lord, didn't I do this? Didn't I do that? Didn't I preach the word? Didn't I, you know, do X, Y and Z? And he's going to say, I knew you not prepare for the devil and his angels. So there are a group of people, whoever they are, that may think they're believers, but they're not. The people who are living the I should life. You know, I ought to do this. I should do this. And it's this uh, obligatory actions of faith and detaching it from who is Jesus and how can we put ourselves in a position of submission and love and, and connection to him and him alone. You know, Mike uh, said, one of our callers, that uh, he prefers Jesus follower uh, to uh, as opposed to maybe Christian. I know in our vision statement at my church, Bridgeway Community Church, our church where we serve, you know, our vision is to uh, be a multicultural body of fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Not Christians, but fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Because now even the word Christian can be tainted with politics, with uh, sort of a Western uh, nationalism and and uh, patriotism, and it can just be so misunderstood around the world. And and the name Christian is not really mentioned that often in the Bible. Well, I think as a pastor and somebody who leads individuals as they're exploring their own faith, I love the idea of people uh, def- redefining what their expression of faith looks like. If they're rooted in Christ, if their expression of that being rooted in Christ looks different than the church that I've come to know or even right. the one that I'm helping to lead, yeah. if that looks different, man, how great is it that Jesus can show up in so many different expressions of what it means to follow him? So if we're connected to that that ethos, that that core of of following Jesus and Jesus alone and not yeah. a pastor or not a church or not a denomination or not like a, a, a philosophy set. If we're following Jesus, wow. I mean, who, who almost who cares what the expression of that ends up looking like if it's yeah. different than me? Hey. I can just kind of take take joy in seeing it. I love it. One of, one of the old mentors that has passed away, his name was Doug Coe, and he would often say, um, you know, Jesus alone, nothing more nothing less, nothing else. Well, we pray that you would follow Jesus alone and let him lead you today, regardless of what your questions are. Hey, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're bigger than our questions and you are there to help us even when we don't understand, just like you did with Job. We pray that you would uh, show yourself real to every one of my listeners today. 
uh, who are under the sound of my voice. We pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.